We are a church of the lost and found. Each one of us has in some way or another been lost to Christ through sin. Each of us has then been found by him through his love, his grace, his reconciliation. We may sit here feeling comfortable, maybe even self-satisfied. We might tell ourselves that we are definitely found and yet still be lost. That's what happened to the elder brother in the parable. He thought he was living a good, obedient and virtuous life. But in reality, he was just as lost as the younger brother he condemned. The parable speaks of sin, repentance, grace and joy and the restoration of relationship. Let's take a look at each of these in the parable and see if we can recognize them in our own lives. Sin. The younger son's request is equivalent to wishing his father were dead. By refusing to reconcile with his younger brother, the older son is equally guilty. Repentance. Having squandered his inheritance, being reduced to tending unclean animals and beginning to starve, the youngest son came to himself. That's another way of, of saying began to repent. He acknowledged that by losing the inheritance, he lost the means of taking care of his father in old age. Opting to become a hired servant would preserve his independence and enable him to build up the funds he lost and repay his father. Repentance will bring reconciliation with his father, but probably not with his brother or with the village. Grace. The father's behavior towards returning son are dramatic gestures calculated to protect the boy from hostility of the village. He runs through the village to meet the boy. He wraps him in a protective hug and he kisses him again and again in a sign of reconciliation and forgiveness. Joy. Killing a calf rather than a goat or a sheep means that the entire community is invited to share in the joy of reconciliation. There is food enough here for more than a hundred people. This banquet is intended to reconcile the boy with the entire community. Sonship. The father confirms the re-establishment of a relationship. This son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. This is more than the boy dreamed of. Although we might not realize it, and maybe he didn't realize it either, but the eldest son was also lost. He refuses to join in the feasting 
Instead, he publicly humiliates his father by arguing with him in the presence of the entire village. He addresses his father with no title and he repudiates his sonship. He says, I've slaved for you. Amidst his insults, the elder son insists that I have never disobeyed you. He accuses the father of favoritism. You give him a calf and me not even a goat. And then he slanders his brother by introducing into the story an unfounded charge of cavorting with harlots. Well, how does this father respond? Once again, he treats an offending son with love tendered in humiliation. The father addresses the boy with the title, son, and assures him that his share of the inheritance is intact. In return for arrogance, the father offers compassion. The two sons in this parable are essentially the same and equally offensive. They differ only in their response to the unexpected and undeserved love demonstrated by their humiliated father. And so like these sons, we who hear the story must decide how we should respond to the forgiving love of our Creator. How will we respond to the forgiveness our God extends to us? How will we respond when God forgives the people that we have judged and condemned and have failed to forgive?